again, learning to understand that dynamic in your Bazi chart, the push and the pull. Sometimes the timing is to pull back. Other times it's to push forward. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 185 of Yes Sand. This episode is made possible by our studio sponsor, Advocare. Listen, Advocare's performance supplements have been a big part of my wellness plan for the last two and a half years, and I could not be more proud to partner with them. And Advocare is one of those beautiful relationships that became very mutually beneficial uh, because I was a keynote speaker for them, started using their products and said, hey, want to sponsor my podcast? To which they said yes, and here we are. And let me tell you, the staples in my pantry are the pre-workout, the biofuel, the melt, probiotic, and of course, the rehydrate. Those are the staples. And I'm always trying new things out, but those are my favorites. So if you have any questions on Advocare, shoot me a DM. I'll happily answer or point you in the right direction. Also, did you know you can try it for free before you buy it? All you have to do is leave a review of this podcast, a five-star review on iTunes, email it to me at judyholler.com, and you get some free Advocare shipped right to your front door. If you're already using Advocare, make sure you're getting a discount by using our code. The code is FEELBETTER15. That's FEELBETTER15 to support us, this podcast, and get those juicy discounts. Okay, on to the show. Okay, y'all, here we go. Bazi, Bazi, Bazi. Um, I mean, I'm in my office like doing the Arsenio. Do you know the Arsenio? I mean, I am so dating myself. If you know, you know. If you don't know, go Google it. Anyway, uh, I'm so excited about this episode because I have one of my favorite humans and healers on the show with you today. We're doing the Summer Snack Series all July and August, these little juicy 10, 15-minute episodes with mindset shifts and ideas and lessons that have you know, changed my life and really helps me lead differently and more confidently. And so uh, there are a lot of fun to be recording for you and it's keeping things nice and light this summer, but I am going to bring in two interviews, two guest interviews this summer, one in July, one in August. And our July interview is Jen Stone, my Bozzy reader, healer, and feng shui master. Yes, that's legit a title she studied in Hong Kong um, from one of the goats in the industry of feng shui. So more on that in just a minute. But Bazi has really been transformational for me. You're going to hear a lot about that in the conversation I have with Jen today. But what I want you to really think about, because it can feel overwhelming as you listen to us talk about it and the concept of it and how dates and the tool of using the calendar based on your birth chart, when you were born, the time you were born, the month you were born, the date you were born on, the day you were born on, like all of that. You can use this Bazi as a really beautiful tool to give you a competitive advantage in life and in business. Because there are going to be times where you want to push and move and go because all of the things are lined up. All of your noblemen, all of your angels, right? You're having a peach blossom year. We're going to talk about all this. Like everything is sort of lined up for you. It's a magical time to move, go. And there are going to be months that are even extra special 
right? So this is a time to push and move and go, right? But we can also get clarity and guidance on times where we need to like not move and be patient and sit chilly. And while it feels like we're doing nothing, we're actually doing everything because we are using what we see in the elements, in our charts, and in the destiny of dates to sort of make calculated and smart, beautiful, aligned decisions. And I'll give you an example. We talk a little bit about this on the show, but you know, COVID was a year for me. It was a rat year and um, that doesn't need to mean anything for you. And what I want to be clear on here is this is not Chinese astrology. This is not like Chinese horoscope, right? This is very different. So if you Google like, yeah, I was born in the year of the dragon. This is very different than the auspicious date selection that is Bazi, which leans into the elements and the four pillars of, of destiny, right? So the reason I say that is 2020 for me was like this rat year and it was a, a tough year. Outside of COVID, it was going to be a tough year for me anyway. You just put COVID on top of it and like, oh shit, you know? So what what your girl, knowing what I know now, should have done because I am a water element, which I had no idea at the time, but now it makes so much fucking sense. What I should have done and what I need to do now moving forward when things, and I can see in my charts that things are going to be uh, a clash of friction, maybe a moment of the rat or something that brings a clash into my life. It was a big clash year for me outside of COVID. What I don't want to do in those moments is force right? I don't want to create, like what I tried to do in 2020 was create my way out of this clash I was feeling. So I would just, I was like making all kinds of stuff and feeling manic and moving really fast. And, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. Oh my God, panic, panic, panic. And create, 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 make, 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 instead of what I should have done, which was be the water, flow. This is a clash time. This is a sort of, you know, I use the word dangerous loosely here. You'll hear us talk on the show about clashes and how those can come up and what we need to do when we know that we are about to meet a clash date or a clash time. Like, what do we do when we know that that's in our charts? Because um, bad things kind of happen on clash dates and in clash times. So knowing what I know now being the water, and using that element because that is the element I was born into and knowing that that is a clash year. If I ever have another clash year, date, month, week coming up, I now know that I need to flow. I need to take a deep breath and I need to pull back. It is a time of pulling back or using that as information to better prepare yourself. Like if I know something is coming up that is going to be a clash, well, then I can prepare myself mentally, physically, emotionally for that moment. And if I know that I am in a magical peach blossom nobleman, which I am in a year of that, then it's time to move and go and create and play and meet and yes, and all the things, right? So the reason I'm telling you this is just, it's just a really beautiful tool to help you get a competitive advantage. You can decide when to launch. You can decide when to buy. If, if things are working out for you, if things aren't working out for you, you can sort of use this auspicious date selection and this these four pillars of destiny and really truly the elements that are very specific to you, to your advantage. Oh my God, it's so fucking good. I could literally do a five-part series on this and Jen is incredible. I'm going to link up to her in the show notes so you can learn more about her. But in a nutshell, here's Jen Stone. She is a native of Hong Kong, 
She founded Feng Shui by Jen. She provides classical feng shui consulting services for homes and businesses, including, and this is where I tapped into her magic uh, through a recommendation uh, from a friend, including individualized Bazi, which is four pillars of destiny, readings, and auspicious date selection, right? Like when to make moves and when not to make moves. She's based here in Arizona. She also spends a lot of her time up in Sedona. And she studied at the prestigious Raymond Lowe School of Feng Shui and Destiny in Hong Kong. And she teaches Grandmaster Raymond Lowe's program. So she has a five-day feng shui practitioner training program. She's got a five-day Bazi Four Pillars of Destiny training program and more in the U.S. and overseas. And Jen is endorsed by the International Feng Shui Association. So she's really known for her dynamic. And this is what I love about her. She's dynamic. She's beautiful inside and out. And she's just got this really honest and refreshing approach and teaching style, right? As it relates to this. And it's really no nonsense. Jen has also garnered a demand for more educational workshops on traditional feng shui, bazi, and other topics on Chinese metaphysics. She targets every talk by highlighting the key components of the Eastern tradition and demystifying and debunking, this is my favorite, popular Western myths. There's all these myths out there. We talk about a little bit of this, you know, today on the show, but her mission is really to share the authentic practice responsibly and with integrity. So in 2014, Jen published her debut book, and I know there's more coming, the first guidebook for feng shui enthusiasts. It's available on Amazon. We'll link up to that as well. But it really, again, demystifies a lot of Western myths and misconceptions and new age ideas around this authentic ancient Eastern practice and clearly outlines the history in different schools and styles of feng shui, Bazi being one of them. Anyway, um, Jen is just fucking fabulous. She's stunning inside and out. She's so smart. She's so calm. She's so vibey. Um, and she is teaching me so much about myself and has become this really beautiful secret weapon for me in my life and in my business. And I hope that this beautiful practice of Bazi can be that for you as well. So without further ado, here is my <sighs> flowy, high vibe, oh, completely magical conversation with Jen Stone. All right, Jen Stone. I am so fucking glad you're here. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it is, we are 30, not even 30 seconds into our conversation and there's already an F-bomb. No, but really, truly, I have been talking about you and Bozzy and the magic that is uh, the art form of, of destiny, uh, you know, from a, from a Chinese perspective and it's bigger and deeper and bolder and, and better. And I mean that with love than, than traditional astrology. And it's something I had no idea about until 30 days ago. So here on the podcast, I've been talking all over the place about how I am no longer doing new year's resolutions. I am waking up on the day after the day of my birth and that is my new year. And I am using 
what it is that you do to help guide my life and my business in some of the most beautiful ways, the most shifting ways, the most transformative ways. And I want everyone to know what the fuck this is because everybody's like, what is Bozzy? So let me peel back. First of all, Jen Stone, welcome to Yes And with Judy Holler. (laughs) Thank you, girlfriend. You are magnanimous. I love it. Love it. Magnanimous. I love it. I love it. Okay. So are you. And I think we have to start with what is Bozzy? I mean, you are a feng shui master and you said something to me really cool. And I sat down in your chair, you go, okay, you know, feng shui, it's about the energy of space, like managing the energetics of space. And then you go, you know, Chinese medicine, it is about managing your health and the body, the energy in your body, right? Hopefully I'm doing this right. And then you said Bozzy is basically people, the energy of people. Okay. So number one, do I have that right? And what would you add to that? What is Bozzy. You are such a great student, Judy. I love it. And yes, you did get that correct. Um, Bozzy is not quite like your traditional astrology reading, even though it is based on your birthday. Okay. But our birthdays are based on the Gregorian calendar. And in Chinese metaphysics, we don't operate under the Gregorian calendar. We actually operate based on the solar calendar. And the solar calendar is responsible for the energies that come alive, you know, the mountains, the water, the wind, the flowers, and all the things. And the the easiest way that I'd like to describe Bazi to people is telling them that this is a tool, just like we have been blessed with so many tools in this life to understand the mysteries of life. Bazi is just a tool that's available to us to understand timing in our lives, when things happen, when things don't, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it also is a way for us to understand the presentation of opportunities in our lives. And so those presentation of opportunities are often when we have to make decisions. These are crossroads. These can be very simple decisions like, should I go to brunch with this person? Should I strike up a conversation with this person and develop a partnership? To very, very big things like, is this a good time to have a baby? Should I quit my corporate job and start my own business? And so we are simply, you know, we're members of nature. And so a lot of uh, what manifests in our mind, body, and spirit are our ways of connecting with nature. Um, The tastes that we develop, the people that we attract in our lives, the opportunities that come and go, these are all reflections of our connection and relationship with nature. And Bazi just simply is, is this amazing, I don't know how the hell they came up with it, you know, 3,500 years ago or whatever it is, but it is a beautiful way of articulating sort of the mysteries that we encounter in our day-to-day lives. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yes, and So, Jen, you are native of Hong Kong. Yes, I was born there born there. You studied uh, feng shui with like one of the feng shui masters in Hong Kong. You have had the best education as it relates to really becoming a feng shui and you are a certified feng shui master yourself. What brought you? Because through feng shui and that experience, you found Bazi and all these different opportunities to use the elements and divine timing to our, to our favor. So 
it probably started with feng shui, but I don't want to assume. So how did you come to this? Like what made you go, I'm going to become a feng shui master <laughs> and I am going to be a healer for women like Judy Holler and help them um, sort of fix their shit. <laughs> really, you're one of the healers in my life. Like I don't make a move. Like, you know, I text you. I'm like, girl, okay, here's what's going down Thursday. Am I good? So what got you here? You know, that's a great question, Judy. And people often ask me, you know, they, they say I'm a, the Bazi queen or feng shui gen. And they're like, gosh, you know, you know your own Bazi chart. Do you look at your chart and go, oh, shit. Or, oh, yeah. And I said, of course I do. I mean, I, I have connection with it. Just like I help my clients make a connection with their destiny. I didn't start out in this life thinking I would be a healer. I was born and raised in Hong Kong in a very traditional family immigrated to the States when I was 13, followed the American dream, you know, went to college. Parents are very, very conservative. I grew up uh, Catholic and went to college and um, got an accounting degree and actually wanted to be an FBI agent because I wanted to carry a gun um, <laughs> and, and put and and put bad guys away. I wanted to work in the white collar crime division. Um, but I was 16 years old when I graduated high school. And they're like, no way, you're way too young. Fix your eyeballs, you know, because I had terrible eyesight. So I, I started my career. I went to school in Chicago, started my career there, kind of worked my way up, beautiful city, and was so good at what I did. But I did end up doing um, white collar crimes, uh, but for the public accounting sector. And did that for a good 12 years. But as you know, in the corporate world, at some point or another, your soul starts to chip away little by little. And you start to really ask, yeah, and you start to ask yourself, there has to be something more. And when I reflect back on the timing of my own destiny, it made perfect sense why that great question came about, you know, where you're so confused about everything, saying my whole life I worked towards this particular path. And now suddenly I, I'm in this space of what the hell? I don't want any of this anymore. And so if that's not what I want, then what is it that I want? Well, we do believe in synchronicity. We do believe in noblemen. Noblemen means helpful people that show up and come up in your life, whether that's a good friend, whether that's a person that randomly made one comment, uh, a conversation that strikes, inspiration flows through. And mine was so silly. It was a friend that gave me a book on feng shui. And that really became the catalyst to everything because it prompted me to remember growing up in Hong Kong, the Chinese tradition is they do believe that everything is connected to nature. It's not even this big hoopla. It's just a way of life. You know, when, you, when you're trying to teach this in the Western world, you almost have to educate people, you know, to kind of go back to that primitive state of our real connection and how we're rooted with nature. And that started my whole process. One thing led to another and I went back to Hong Kong. I got connected with Grandmaster Raymond Lowe who became my teacher. He, he invited me to be his apprentice, um, which is a very rare kind of relationship that you strike up with a teacher. Did that for about three years, traveled around the world in Dubai, Japan, Singapore, Turkey, all the places, basically shadowing him, learning all the things that you can't find in books and had the honor to be conferred the title of accredited feng shui master in North America. And so I'm blessed to have all of these tools and knowledge and experience that I get to help people. And so there you have it. <laughs> you really do. Thank you for that. It's, it's spectacular. And um, I love that you brought up the nobleman, right? So in 
Chinese astrology, specifically Bazi, right? Um, there are four noblemen, right? Are there more. Most people have four noble, four noblemen. Yes, four noblemen. And do they? Is it always the rabbit, the snake, the pig, and the rooster, or is are there other noblemen? There are in, other noblemen. There are other noblemen. The four noblemen that you just um, articulated are related to you specifically. Those are mine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So this is what makes it so, so unique because it is so unique because you're so unique, right? Like no one will has, have your Bozzy reading. And one of the things you told me when we got out of the reading and I left with this like piece of paper, I had to have like the time I was born, the date I was born, the month I was born, the year I was born. And then you get this chart. Okay. And one of the things Jen said to me is she's like, okay, girl, here's the deal. We're going to go through this. We spent like an hour together. She goes, but I don't need you going back and Googling the dragon, like the year of the dragon. Like, yes, you were born in it, but like, you're going to get something so very different than what Bozzy. So can talk to me about that a little bit, because it's like, if I were to Google, oh, I was born in the year of the dragon. Yeah, no. Um, I'm, I, talk to me about that. Like some of those myths, because it, what's going to come up there is very different than this ancient art form of destiny reading that is Bozzy. So talk to me a little bit about that. Cause I think people just assume, Oh, you're, Oh, I'm a dragon too. And I'm like, Oh, are you <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because now I know, you know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, cute. You don't know, but I'm like, I don't even know how to explain it to them. You know what I mean? So talk to me about that. Well, Bozzy is not Chinese horoscope. That's the difference. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There's a mess. So Chinese opted. horoscope is you just punch in the year that you were born and then you kind of read the synopsis, right? Bazi is not, it's not like this at all. The structure, the configuration of your destiny chart is really the input of your year, which then the month and then the day and then the year. So one thing leads to another, sort of put the whole configuration of your chart. But the reading is actually based on the day that you were born. So while Judy Hala was born in the year of the dragon, you were born on the day of Yang water which is like the ocean. And so that is the piece that I that we always go back to to say you are the ocean. And the connection of the ocean with the dragon, there's a special relationship to that. So there could be a lot of people born in the year of the dragon, but they could be fire people, they could be earth people, right? They could be wood people. So their connection with that dragon is very different, okay? See, and this is so big to know. This is so, so big for everybody to click into. And if you're listening right now going, oh my God, what the fuck is this, does this mean? I'm so confused. Let me, get, let me give you a tactical example. And this is probably the number one thing I've learned from Jen thus far. And it is in the last, we've probably met 60 days ago. My birthday was, okay, not even 60 days ago, May 30th. And I met with you like two days before my, my birthday. And she says to me, well, you're the ocean, what you just heard. So I was born in the year of the dragon, but I was born in the, on the day I'm a water babe, like a, an ocean girl, right? So giant ocean, giant ocean. And this is why this is important to understand. So I'm ocean, I'm water. And when I rub up against that and I have too much metal and too much control, and I try to fight what is right in front of me, if I am having a shitty day, guess what, babe? Have a shitty day be in flow with the shitty day. That is me now. Old Judy was, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to control it. Oh my God, I'm not selling. Force, flow, get my team on a, a call. Everybody panic, sweat. Oh my God, COVID. Let's create my way out of this mess. I'm going to make 85 things and create 20 workbooks and a planner and I'm panicking. Oh, let's do t-shirts. Oh my God, I'm going to fix my way out of this. When what your girl should have done, because she's ocean element, 
flow. It doesn't mean we don't work. It doesn't mean we're not moving forward. See, water's always moving. Jen and I are moving right now. But it means we're not forcing because I am water. And so, guys, for me, that has been, it just happened the other day with my husband. We had like five things happen last week, Jen. And like, I almost was like, I can't be that girl. But I almost blew you up because I was like, what is going on in my chart this week? And you know what I did? I'm like, I'm going to flow with this, babe. I, I, what am I going to do? And guess what? It, 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 it was great. And everything worked out better because I did not get in the way of what I can't control anyway. And so guys, that's why understanding the day and the month and all this, like your element is how you need to sort of be operating in the world, right, Jen? It's your business operating system, your operating system. Well, we, I translate that to mean it's, you're coming back to your essence, right? So the essence of the ocean, when you look at the ocean, right, when it's a serene, calm, nice, sunny day, it is powerful, it's healing, it's magnanimous, right? It's, and, and, and it leaves an imprint. But then the ocean can also be violent, like a tsunami, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so it can come and destroy all things in its path, no joke. Yes. <laughs> But then the ocean is also full of curiosity and mystery because think of the deepest parts of the ocean when you go underneath it, right? The, wa- the color of water is not blue, it's black. Because when you go to the deep part, like a little mermaid, and you go down there, you see absolutely nothing. And so part of the water, yang water element of the ocean is being very friendly with the unknown. Because it's actually part of you. (laughs) That's so big. And I think we get all, all, everyone listening. I mean, this is the essence of improv, getting comfortable in the discomfort, right? And here I am, this professionally trained improviser standing on stages across the United States and beyond telling people to be comfortable with the unknown. Yet here I am, ocean, water girl, not knowing this about myself, being... And I have metal because I was born in the hour of the metal. So I have yang metal, which is good because it helps me as an entrepreneur because, right, it feeds me, keeps me, right, structured. Yep, yep. But this is where it becomes this really beautiful, powerful tool because, you know, for me, the big awakening was like, oh, am I really walking the walk, right? And what if... I used this information to my advantage and started playing with flow more and um, becoming like, you You even told me one of the homework assignments was like, you know, I need you taking like baths. I need you like laying in the water. And I'm not, I'm not talking about getting a bath and watch Netflix or lay in bed and listen to the waves, right? So whatever your element is, how do you get, so what if someone's wood? What do you tell someone, like how would someone be, because it's easy to be one with the ocean. I can get around water or listen to water, but like if someone is wood or, you know, one of the other elements, how do you instruct? What are some creative things there? There's always two kinds to each element. We have five elements and within each element, there's a yin and there's a yang. Okay. So there's essentially 10, there's 10 essences. So if you're wood, you could be a tree or you could be a flower. Okay. So depending if you're the tree, then you might be trying to connect with the essence of a tree. And think of the tree. There's different kinds of trees. If you were, for instance, born in the winter time, so you might be a cold tree, you know, dry tree. But you could be a tree born in the summertime, so you're a hot tree, right? 
uh-huh. or you could be yeah. a wet tree if you were born like in the, in the winter time. So there's so many um, variables to your essence. You are a water girl born in the summertime. So think of it as the ocean with the sun fully out. And that metal element helps you with your discipline, your control, your thought process. You're very resourceful. But but it's also learning to accept that sometimes it's good to be inward, right? It's going within. And it's the tr- the trusting really comes in yin, in the inward part. Trust doesn't happen out there because your actions is already doing it. And then after you're done with the actions, you have to trust, which is to do nothing, <laughs> which is to just be. And to just be, which is so hard. That is yeah. the, that is the true. And remember, I mean, we just look at it from a scientific perspective. The human body is made up of 70% water. There's 70% water that occupies this earth. That means your energy is in everything, everywhere, everyone. And so your impact is always going to be bigger, right? And so when I talk with people who are ocean people, I say, why do you play small? And it can be anywhere from like, you know, I don't believe in charging that much money because I want everybody to afford it. I'm like, no, no, honey, more people will come because that's a reflection of your bigness. And that's not being egotistical. That's actually honoring my essence, right? You're, you're not a drop of water. <laughs> you are the ocean. You guys see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Don't you just want to go take over the world and pick up a sword and be like, I am woman, hear me roar. Like, yes, charge. I'm charging more, right? Like you see what I'm saying? It's empowering. It's data. It is, it is, it is confidence. And I left, remember I left your session, like one of the big words I wrote down, she's like, girl, here's the theme for the year. You go balls to the wall. Like we are going balls to the wall this year. We are doing that big ocean energy, that big ocean energy. And you know, it, it does give you a level of confidence. So well, let me go here first. I want to do something tactical with you. Guys, another reason I really love it, and I'll give you another example. So I had a big talk coming up and I texted Jen. We were supposed to do an in-person reading and then schedules changed. So I said, here's the deal. Can you give me some advice? I've got a big talk on this specific Thursday. Give me the vibe. Like what's the energy of that day? What's in the air? Do I have any noblemen? Like, is it, what's going on? Am I, and this will all make sense once you start to lean, lean into and read about and learn Bozzy or go visit Jen. Um, I go, talk to me about that day. And she goes, okay, cool. And gave me information on that day on how I could show up as my best self that day. But she goes, hold up. The day before, here's what's going on. And what I need you to do on Wednesday actually is going to be everything that's going to make you perform at high levels on Thursday. So guys, see how this becomes a competitive advantage. So Wednesday, if I hadn't consulted Jen and my reading and my dates and my chart, I would have probably packed Wednesday and done a bunch of dinners with friends and run myself ragged. But she goes, what Wednesday, I need you to call in all your helpers. I need you to bubble bath and take care of yourself and disappear and do the sound, whatever it is, like light candles, like you need to do all the nothings on Wednesday to get yourself really ready for Thursday. And see what I'm saying. This then becomes a really cool competitive advantage as a leader, as a performer, as an artist, as an entrepreneur, because I was able to wake up on Thursday morning really ready, using the elements to my advantage to be the ocean for that room and myself and my business and my team in the way that um, felt the most aligned because I protected 
myself in the way that I needed to. Does that make sense? So I think that is, so for people like, well, how can it help me? I mean, that is a beautiful example of how understanding some of this can really make you come off more lucky. Like how does she do it? Well, guess how I do it. Yeah. I am using all the tools I have to my advantage, right? So that I can do what I'm doing. I'm not lucky. I'm navigating what's right in front of me. Um, and, and that's sort of helping me. Does, does that seem on point too? Yes. Yes. And, 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 and that actually happens very common when I work with my clients that need extra boost, depending on what's going on in their, you know, in their path or in their transition, whether that's personal or professional, but you know, the Chinese calendar, there's an energy to every day and that's a, every day. And that's a fixed energy, but how that impacts each and every one of us depends on our Bazi chart, depends on our unique elemental configuration. So on that day, that's more important for you to take rest, to be more restorative. For other people, it might be balls to the wall for them. Okay. So it's very different, but I always like to encourage people to say there's destiny and then there's the will, right? And in Chinese, yeah, and in Chinese metaphysics, we really look at it in threefold. We say heaven, man, and earth, okay? Heaven, heaven, we're, I'm not talking about God and deity, but I'm talking about destiny. Heaven is destiny because destiny in part is fixed. So your birthday is your birthday. Your birth chart is your birth chart. Like there's no fixing it, okay? There's no changing it, all right? So the elements showing up in that time in your life, at 25, 28, 42, 72, whatever it is, is fixed, all right? So when you learn and get familiar with what that looks like, then the man piece, which is our human will, our human choices, then we can learn how to cooperate with what's showing up in our life. Our intention is pure. I always encourage people to come back to their most purest intentions. We get confused because it's noisy world. There's a lot of influences, parents, upbringing, social media, com competition, et cetera, et cetera. So your homework is really trying to get back to your purest intention. And how many times have you talked with people that say, you know, I manifest like crazy. I do the law of attraction like a fucking crazy lady. You know what I mean? I do all the things. And it's like, it's not happening. It's not happening. Like, what's going on? What am I doing wrong? Right? Yes. I followed a template and ain't working. Like, what's going on? Well, yes. It sounds familiar. <laughs> maybe it's not the right timing. Yes. Yes. Because everyone's different. Why didn't I get married at 25? Or why did he leave me? Why did I get all these things? Yes. Why did I not get the job? Why is it so hard? Maybe it's not your time. Maybe it's literally not the time. Y'all, speaking of destiny, I'm going to pause right here to talk about your destiny. And maybe for you, it is that you know deep down in your soul, in your bones, that you want to be speaking on stage or that speaking on stage will help you grow your business because I know that it can and it will because I am a product of that process. I mean, I've been speaking on stage professionally for over a decade. I am a professional keynote speaker, but even as my entrepreneurial journey expands, speaking helps all of it. It helps me grow my list. It helps me bring listeners to my podcast. It helps me sell speaker school. It helps me move products, right? So 
speaking on stage is an incredible tool and a really beautiful business asset. And listen, I know a thing or two about it because I've spent the last decade doing it professionally. So if you want to learn about the business of keynote speaking, Speaker School is for you. If anything I've just said has hit you in your bones, Speaker School is for you. And if you feel called to the stage, if you want to step on more stages and shine a light on your work, your business, and or your story, Speaker School is going to be for you. So we are going back on tour again this fall. So link in the show notes to get yourself on the wait list. I always open early for the wait list. And those of you on the wait list get special things and access to me that others won't get. So link in the show notes, get yourself on the wait list. You can go to judyholler.com forward slash speaker school to learn so much more about the course, get a course outline. And of course, I am at your service. Hello at judyholler.com anytime with questions you may have. But again, we're going on tour this fall in September. We're going to open doors in September, date coming soon. So get yourself on the wait list and better yet, get yourself on stage. The other thing we we use Bozzy for too, Jen, and like she, Jen knows this because she consulted us on it, but you know, with my course, we were supposed to launch speaker school in April and we moved that to May because... May is one of my nobleman months. And we're going to launch again this September, late September, before the 7th of October, because September 7th to October 7th is another nobleman month, guys. So you see what I'm saying? These are times where things are a little more divine for you and they're going to flow a little bit more easy. So why would I try to force a square peg into a round hole? Why would I make life harder on myself? Let's go vibe and flow with what the charts are showing me. Tell us the story about what you told me because you were like, yeah, you know, Judy, I study celebrities and serial killers and all kinds of crazy stuff because I love dates. Like she's always looking at dates to sort of prove her theories, but like Captain Soul, Soli, the guy who landed the plane on that magical day. Tell us the story you told me in your office about, because you looked up his date and got the chart and found out like what was going on that day. Yeah, I love those kinds of stories. Um, and, I'll, and I'll follow up with that with a Jeremy Renner story. So, Oh, give me all the stories. <laughs> so yes. Captain Soli at the time, so of course he's famous. We have his birthday. When we only focus on him because he's the main pilot, he's the main driver of the whole thing. The, the moment that that airplane took off, okay, that particular year, month, day, and time was actually Captain Soli's clash energy, okay? That energy clashed against his chart, and clash is the instigator of change and unexpected events, including accidents, okay, and things coming apart, falling apart, endings like this. So that bird getting sucked into the airplane was really meant to be, okay? It's not the bird's fault. It's not the airplane's fault. It just is part of that time. But it also happened to be Captain Soli's nobleman year, nobleman Mm. month, nobleman day, and nobleman 10 years. So in that exact moment when shit hits the fan, there were so many angels. That's why they can't even imitate how he landed the plane to teach other pilots. It's divine. There's so many things like this. You look at Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, when he got run over by that gigantic, I don't know, trailer or whatever, something or another, that was also Jeremy Renner's clash. Clash is the instigator for a lot of things. You know, Kobe Bryant, Princess Diana, 
um, Paul Walker, like people who get into massive accidents, that's clash energy. Okay. But it happened to also be Jeremy Renner's nobleman day, nobleman day. That's why he was able to survive and overcome that. And now you take a step back and look at ordinary people, right? Like us little homies here. When we have these unfortunate events, like, you know what, that house that we love, it fell through. Or that job I thought was mine, it fell through. I really wanted to go to Hawaii, but that trip fell through. Or I didn't get the contract. I chose another speaker, whatever. Yes, Yes, whatever. But if you understand your Bonzi chart and it happens on a nobleman day or nobleman time, that means the universe is protecting you. Yeah. Okay. Because we, rejoice. Yes. Because we get so tunnel vision. All right. On what we think. And we're great. I'm not saying we're not that great. We're great. We have great imagination and our, you know, our, we are limitless. Okay. But there is something much, much greater than us that we don't know all of the things. Okay. And so if you can understand it by way of Bozzy, it should temper some of the anxieties, the anger, the disappointment, you know, all that bad emotional jujus and say, you know what? It wasn't for me because it also happened on a nobleman day. Something else is coming. And do you know that this is devastating for people who get diagnosed with sickness? I would have clients that say, Jen, how am I lucky? I got diagnosed with cancer, but it happened on a nobleman. But remember, nobleman is there. It's angelic. It's divine. It's godlike. It's from heaven, including earthly people. That means you are on the precipice of change. You will change your lifestyle. You will change your decision, your attitude, the choices and all the things because it's going to open you up to something much greater. And that's the gift Mm. of noblemen. And everybody, Judy Hala has noblemen all 2023. I know, which is crazy. That's why it's balls to the wall. I have all four noblemen all year long and I'm about to wrap up. A, a chapter and move into a new decade on my Bozzy charts, which starts at the age of 48, 48, which is going to be a season of, as Jen wrote with stars next to it, extreme power. So we are oh, getting wow. ready for all of that right now. And the, the crazy thing is that I have the nobleman with me this year. This is why I like taking the risks and doing the spoken word and writing the poetry and playing with disco balls and, you know, from changing my look to my business strategy, to the way I move in the world, to the way I ask for things, to the way I put myself out there. I like pick up the phone. It's like, let's go, right? Like do it all this year because I've got my squad with me. I've got the nobleman with me and I am in a peach blossom. It's a peach blossom year too. Is that? Yeah. And so, but, but here's the thing, Judy is all those things are fantastic. But when we have noblemen, it's also a reminder that you don't have to do it alone. To do it alone. That there are people that you're going to meet have yet to meet. Okay. I know that are going to reveal themselves to be your helpful people. They will advocate for you, promote you, love you, support you in ways that you haven't experienced in a long, long time, especially for someone who tends to like to do things on their own or by themselves and having peach blossom. Peach blossom is another kind of bossy energy. And it's talking about- Explain that because I referenced it. I wanted to make sure they know. So we've got the noblemen, which are like our guardian angels and we've all got them. They're people, they're helpers. They're just um, something ethereal and beautiful here to bring us- Good luck, really, truly, and and take care of us. So what does the peach blossom mean? I love this. Peach blossom is all about relationships. It's about connection, like one-on-one connection, human connection. And so when we have the influence of peach blossom, it's a beautiful time to kind of blossom. It's time to come out. 
All right. Show your face, speak your voice, sing, you know, get a new headshot, launch a new website, talk on stage. You know, if you're a small business owner, it's time to get PR. Um, if you're single, time to mingle. If you've been married for a long time, it's yes. learning to refall in love. It's all about the human connection. And so with with uh, Judy, you know, you you kind of have like 2023 as the trifecta year because this is also a water year, yin water rabbit. Then it's also your nobleman year and your peach blossom year. So that's why I call it the trifecta. So, so this is gonna pop off. Yeah. So this is <laughs> this is the year where it's everything. It's everything. Yeah. Okay. It's all about what you do today. That's going to be that catapults you to the next. Right. And so, but I admire you a lot because you're very bold and you're daring and you're willing. That's the thing you're willing. And that's the hard part. When I work with some people is they want to know these things, but sometimes they're not willing yet. They're not willing to break free from the conventions of how they've done things. You know, I've always done it. It's what I know. Well, sometimes when these elements are showing up, it's like, it's trying to push you. Yeah. Yeah. You got to flow. I mean, you're one of my noblemen, right? Sage has been, Lisa has been, you know, Nicole, Magic Biden. I've been, you know, these these incredible women and um, humans that have sort of come into and come through my life, I believe is all on purpose and all um, right on time. And so um, I'm just so grateful that I'm I'm getting to learn from you because I think we're just beginning. And, you know, for someone who, and I love that you talk about the being willing because you guys, change is hard. It is scary AF. And, you know, if you could do all the Bozzy and spend all the money and work with all the healers and buy all the books, but if you aren't willing to put yourself out onto that ledge and take the first step, into something that feels a little uncomfortable um, or to just make a change. I mean, too many of us are doing what we've been doing for the last decade. And we were just, Sage and I were just talking the other day about like, I don't know if it's good to be hanging out with the same friends from grade school. If you've just only got a grade school click of the same girls that you've always hung around with. Like, I think new people in your life are really good. Old friends are great too. I have them. I love them. My girls. But like, you know what I mean? Like you got to change. You remix. Like yeah. you've got to change up your life. And sometimes the change is to do nothing because sometimes, you know, like that, again, learning to understand that dynamic in your Bozzy chart, the push and the pull. Sometimes the timing is to pull back. Other times it's to push forward. Judy, this is your time to just go all out, right? And so you needing to stay grounded, to have really strong spiritual routine where you can restore and be still and and to care for yourself is even more important because you have so much energy that you need to put out right now. But sometimes a change for some people is to do nothing, is to wait, to be patient. Even in the midst of doing nothing, it may feel like you're doing nothing, but it's still something. Because you're trying, and you know, and, and the thing is about the Western world sometimes is I gotta do, I gotta hustle, hustle, I gotta do, I gotta do. And I'm like, yes, but what has it gotten you? Well, how, what is your productivity? Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh my God. Sometimes it is just to hang back and that's, that's more appropriate. And that's difficult for some people because there's a lot of fear there. If I don't do this, then I won't. If I don't go, right. th- then I won't like this. But it's sometimes right. it's, no, patterns. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just exchange of energy. It is. It really is. What if someone, okay, so say I come to you and I'm like, all right, tell me what's going down on this day. And you're like, oh shit, girl, that is a clash day. Okay. 
what do you do on a clash day? What do you, is there anything you can do? Like, if you know you are going to have a clash day, say I had to speak on a clash day, say I had to fly on a clash day or whatever, like, or is there anything you can do? I just have to ask the question because I know people are thinking about it. Because if you get a clash day, people are going to freak out. And do we just stay in the house? What do we do? Well, of course, there's people that say stay in the house. And I'll give you an example. Two days ago was my triple clash day. Triple. Not Shut just up. one, but triple. I chose, <gasps> I chose to go hiking because I wanted to be out in nature. And I took my worst fall. I fell and like completely bruised myself. Um, so, yes, that's a clash. <laughs> But I know Jen, like, I but you went out anyway. You're like, okay, I, I be prepared. Something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, and sometimes you just, it's, it's almost like, Ooh, I got to go through the tunnel of darkness here. You know, I got no choice. There's no shortcut. There's no going around it, but I know I have to go through it. So what do I need in the meantime to get through that dark tunnel? Oh, I need a flashlight. Maybe I need boots, some snacks, you know? So you got to ask yourself, well, I got to fly today because I, I got to right? So maybe I just make sure I keep an eye on my carry-on. You know, maybe I put the the Apple AirTag on my luggage. So just in case my luggage gets misplaced somewhere. Yeah. Because it could mean lost luggage. Yeah. It could mean and, and maybe, anything. Maybe I, yeah. Maybe I need to get to the airport a little bit earlier, you know, so I'm not rushed or missed or something like that. So you're trying to be very calculative in how you're managing the clash, but you also don't want to self-prophesize and, and make it a doom day, right? Yeah. So it, it's an intricate and delicate balance of understanding that energy, cooperating with it, and also just receiving it. Okay. Because clash day means it's something new can happen. Something new yeah. can happen in that day. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. No mistakes, only gifts. That's an improv mantra. Like, you know, it's this reframing of failure. Like things are, are happening for us. But right? of course, I mean, but of course, Judy, if you're asking me, Jen, I'm going to have surgery. I will never choose a clash day. <laughs> No. So if we know that you've got a surgery scheduled for clash day, guess what your girl's doing? Calling the doctor and rescheduling the, the surge, right? I'm not getting a colonoscopy and that's not a surgery on a clash day. Sorry. I don't need that pipe going in the wrong place. We don't need some explosion. I don't need something crazy happening. Okay. So yeah. So guys, you see what I'm saying here? And all jokes aside though, you know, someone that is, is listening to this and, you know, doesn't live here in Scottsdale. I mean, obviously I'm going to link up to all things, Jen. She's um, a beautiful follow. She's got a great newsletter. And of course, so many resources online. I know you do Bozzy readings virtually. Um, so, uh, you will get all of Jen's information in the show notes. Um, and you can certainly, you're on Instagram, right? Is it at Jen Stone or Feng, Jen, Feng Shui? At Feng Shui by Jen. At Feng Shui by Jen. Um, and that's your website too, Feng Shui by Jen, right? Yeah. So so how do you ac- recommend, and this is even a question for myself, because sometimes I'm like, I could blow up her phone every day. Like, is there like, but I also don't know it well enough if I were to like open a book and say, what does today hold? Or yeah. So like, I don't know it well enough and, I, and I'd probably misinform myself and I really don't know how to read the Bozzy charts, which is why I have you, my dear. But for someone who doesn't have access to you or um, wants to start to go learn Bozzy on their own, wh- wh- where would you instruct them to go? Or um, how do you even start this process? If you're living in like St. Louis, Missouri, and you want to go get a Bozzy rating, well, obviously call you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it, outside it, of that. It's really difficult to learn it on your own. Um, we do offer right. formal classes, a certification program for people who want to study it. I do a lot of free um, talks on just kind of soft introduction to Bozzy. But from a client perspective, 
usually some of my um, new clients will go on a six month rotation with me. So they would come in once every six, uh, once every month for the next six months for about a half an hour after they've gotten their initial consultation. And this is a period where I teach you and you become more and more and more and more and more familiar with your chart. And we get to zoom in because then I give you homework for the next 30 days. You get to jot down certain dates. Like, you know what? May 1st, I talked to someone who was like this. It was a great connection. May 22nd, somebody hit me in the head. You know, like what's going on? And then we get to reflect back. And then slowly, I have a lot of clients today that know how to read the calendar in English. And then they jot down their nobleman days and they jot down their peach block. Day. Cool. And so they make certain arrangements with their schedule when, you know, to plan accordingly. So it does take a little bit of a process, but, but it's really interesting. Once you learn it, it's almost like, how can you it's stop? A, it's an obsession. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how, how was I operating my life without this? You know what I mean? And I just feel so l- lucky. And I hate the word lucky because it implies that it just sort of fell into my lap. I think no. I, I think I have, um, you know, I asked a lot of the right people for recommendations. I've done the work I've invested. I show up, I, you know, I listen, I'm, 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 you know, I'm there and, you know, we're on this 30 day rotation. So yeah, I'm in the lab with Jen. So guys, it sounds like Jen's a great resource. Her website is full of, of, of beautiful information. And of course, so many virtual, um, and then your Instagram, you're always sharing. I love it. You're like, okay, today, here's what's going on. You know, it's just so fun to get these beautiful, beautiful reminders, but I'm telling you, it has really opened up my eyes. And I'm so grateful that you are the vessel for this here. I'm so glad you live like essentially down the street, if you will, over in Old Town. I know I know you don't live in your office, yeah. but I can get to you quickly. Yeah. Uh, I know you spend a lot of time in the mountains and up in Sedona, and you are so connected with, with nature and the elements. Mm-hmm. And it only makes sense because you use it as a tool mm-hmm. to guide your beautiful life. And now you're sharing that with the world. Yeah. I don't I am just so grateful that you are here, uh, not only on this earth, but that you came to Thank to you. the podcast to share this with everyone. Yeah. Because guys, it is, it's spectacular. And I can't wait to see where the journey I am <laughs> continues so, you to You know unfold. what, Judy? So I, I'm going to date this a little bit. Today is July 6th, right? So we're one day shy. Yeah, what is today? So what is say We're filming this on July 6th. July 6th. So we're one day shy. So tomorrow we enter into a new month. Okay. So we're kind of like moving away from all that fire energy kind and July 7th is the beginning of the new month where we kind of need to come back to stillness. You know, I, I, last night I used the analogy of think of like the, the astronauts, they already skyrocketed into space and this is them coming home. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and what is that feeling of like relief celebration? I miss my home, time to nurture, time to get back into the swing of things, coming back to family, right? So July is is, is sort of that um, that theme. I don't know where I was going with that, but yes, sounds good. Oh, I love this. <laughs> no, but this is great. We're coming out of fire energy and into, so you're saying, Earth. and by the way, why does it start with the 7th? Why is it the 7th and yeah, not the 1st of July? Because we don't follow the Gregorian calendar. Oh, that's what it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, we don't have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We don't have the first. No. So even our calendar system, we begin on February 4th. So that's really, oh, I remember where I was going with that. I was saying, Judy, See? Judy, Yay. you only, we're only five months into the rabbit year. Isn't that crazy? When, because we think, oh my gosh, it's already July. Half the year is already over. Well, yeah, in the normal world, but from the energetic perspective, no way. We're only going into the fifth month. 
So you're not lagging behind, you're not running out of time, you know, you're still really at the tip still of the tip year. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. I love that. Thank you for that reminder. And also a beautiful reminder for all of us on July that we're sort of, you know, it's a coming home. It's a softer energy. We've, you know, and I love that, that analogy of fire on the other side of fireworks and the 4th of July and the explosive nature that is Independence Day and yeah. all of that, like that loud family travel, go move on. Now we, on the other side of that fire energy, slow down, you, t- you know, you take the next, this will air in that time, right? These, this beautiful time between July 7th and probably August 7th 7th, to just, you know, when it's right in the middle of summer. So guess what that means? Be in the summer and be in your life and take a deep breath. And, um, what a great time to sort of reset things. So I needed that reminder as well. I'm in, I'm totally in that season right now. I I get to go see you on Saturday. So we're going to go full Bozzy, um, follow-up session, but you know, Jen, thank you so much for, like I said, your gift and for being here. Um, any final Bozzy thoughts that you want to share with someone uh, on, on the other side of this? Yeah. Anything we need to know in your world or just in the Bozzy world that would be you a know, good night? I, I think I just want to remind everyone the meaning of the rabbit. Um, and, and it's not to look at the rabbit animal itself, but the symbolism of what the rabbit energy means. It is the it epitomizes the peak of spring season when everything is alive, all the animals are having babies, the plants, everything is blooming. And so it really symbolizes how we're showing up as our fullest self. And so this is a beautiful time for healing. It's a great time for reconnection. I know we went through the whole COVID thing. And so now it's just simply a time to have fun, to get back to laughter, but also to go big. And that's the year of the rabbit. And we are in the year of the rabbit. So if you are listening to this right now, um, no matter when you were born, we are in the year of the rabbit this year. And how, you know, that affects your chart certainly would depend on when you were born and those things. But I think we can all take that advice, no matter when we were born, that now is the time to go big, to have some fun. We've been through a lot. And I love that the rabbit symbolizes... Full springtime. Full springtime. They're... They're, they're out there making baby bunnies and doing all the things. They're just out there just, you know, hopping around life and doing what they need to do. And um, certainly, um, I think that is a beautiful way to, to end things. And I think something for all of us to, to consider as we sort of make the most out of this year that is only just beginning according yeah. to 100. Bozzy charts. Yeah. So, Jen, you're fabulous. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, what a gift. Thank you, honey. Right, y'all. I hope you had as much fun hearing from Jen Stone as I did talking with her. I could have gone on forever. I I don't know. For me, I think the big, big, big takeaway is that this is a tool, a tool you can use to get a competitive advantage. And most importantly, it can give you insights on when to push and when to pull, right? When to lean in and when to lean back. And I think that is just really beautiful. And I think in it, in times like these where we've got a lot of information coming at us and it can feel really overwhelming, um, why not use this as a tool in your toolbox? So go learn, go play with all the fun things Jen has to offer. Follow her on Instagram, grab her book, um, book a reading with her. You can book her virtually, go have some fun with this. And of course, tell her you found her through this podcast. 
podcast. Um, I think she'll get a kick out of hearing that and just sending you all of the love. Can't wait to be here with you again next week on Yes And. And in the meantime, babe, just keep on moving. Holla. Holla.